0: Hello and welcome to the Reroll Multiple Martial Arts Podcast, where we explore the intersections between martial arts, society, and culture. I'm Elliot. I'm Danny. Danny, have you seen the viral video of Joe Schilling knocking out a guy at a bar? I did. I um, it took me a while. I, I heard about it.
1: It was. Uh, I think it was being kind of reposted and the video had been pulled. So I didn't see the video. I just kind of heard a description. And then eventually I saw the video. And then I also have been keeping up more recently with all of the the major sports and MMA um, channels, kind of like reposting it and sharing it and having talks about it. So, yeah, I've been kind of keeping up with that.
0: i I didn't see too many of the the channels reposting it and talking about it what what was the uh, general feeling of it i uh, from from what you've seen because i've only seen internet comments and i wanted to talk about that
1: okay so the ones online in the in the major like uh video sites um i feel that it's it's pretty straightforward uh they're they're mainly fighters commenting on the video Uh and Um, their take is kind of agnostic on whether it was justified or not, but they seem to all agree that the result is a legal case so that I'm paraphrasing, but the one that I heard someone wrote it and it was something to the effect of like, um, he let his hands go and caught a case, you know, Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that. So they're they're. Oh, and I also uh, Michael Bisping made made a comment. Oh, uh, and he told his story of actually taking a punch. He he got punched and walk away. Uh, he he laughed it off actually.
0: I but saw he, that. Mm-hmm.
1: But I think those are those moments where they. I I don't know if there's a unanimous support around it around his actions.
0: Yeah, so so for those who don't know, I mean the, the video video um, is of this guy, and then from behind, you know Joe Schilling's approaching him and, and trying to get out of the way. The guy bumps into into Joe Schilling. Joe yep. Schilling's like they're both like exchanging, "All oh, right, cool, whatever." And the guy says, "Hey," and then Schilling turns around, and the guy kind of. I don't know. He he does a faint. He kind of does the oh, like like I don't know. What, what do people do? Um, and then, and then Joe just 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 does a one two and, and then knocks him out, and walks away. And then the caption says, according to Joe Schilling, little context: This guy's rapping like an idiot. The bus boy who happens to be black walks by, and this idiot bumps into him and screams out, "Quote me and my broke n words." we don't get along." End quote. The busboy was seriously offended but doesn't want to lose his job. As the night goes on, this clown starts looking at me and rapping whatever song is being played while making eye contact with me. I'm like, "What's wrong with this idiot?" I go outside to smoke, and as I'm walking back, as I'm walking back in, he bumps into me. I put my hand out to catch him. He immediately says, "I'm sorry." You can see me nod my head like, "Cool." Then he realizes it's me, the guy he's been rapping at all night and yells, Hey, I turn around and he flexes on me. Bad decisions are made every day. I went back and sat down to finish my drink and pay my bill. Two servers, the bus boy and DJ came up to thank me. As you can see from this video, when he flexed on me, I was scared for my life and simply defending myself against the evil in this world. <laughs> so... I know. I mean, it, it's 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 interesting because, you know, I, I a lot of people who don't know the context were like, "What what's wrong with Joe Schilling? He shouldn't be doing this. Um, he should have self control as a fighter," and X Y Z. So a lot of a lot of people who don't know the context are are talking trash, um, and. It's interesting It's, it's you know because like some some of the people who I knew from know from the gym they're kind of like ha ha you know <laughs> look what happened <laughs> and you know I I I'm a little bit like you know I guess I don't know I I am not for or against it I think that yeah as a fighter shouldn't be doing this but uh, at the same time I don't know if the guy is kind of instigating stuff uh, I, at the same time, uh, I know there's so many things going through my head. Right, the guy, a, a a a if somebody if you're at a bar, we should not be instigating stuff with strangers. But at the same time, if we're trained fighters, we know better not to, you know, beat up someone because we can. Like, it's it's not a real good look. <laughs> what what was your first impression, D, about this uh, situation?
1: All right, so I I took it very much uh, in the legal context. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, that um, phrase I said earlier about something about catching a case, yep, uh, resonated because that's what I was thinking. I was like, nah, dude, like this is how people get in trouble legally, and the reason I was thinking about it is that like. Um, I don't know there's there's two things like as a as any person on the street yeah I, I am I'm always amazed by how many fights I see online and then ask myself like do these people not get charged with anything and part of me says no they don't because most people do not press charges most people I told you about my incident. When I got punched, I didn't press charges. Mm-hmm. I just went home. <laughs> I was late. I was like 20, and it was after the party. And, and, I, and I think about that. I was like, you know what? I could have just reported him, and the cops party would have supported me because I got punched in my forehead, you know? Now, to give more pretense, the dude could say something about, like, oh, I was justified. He was talking smack. And... That's where I was thinking about this this incident. Um, I'm not going to present it as a legal case because I'm not a lawyer, but I was thinking about just most people that take a little bit of law know that words are not enough to um, use. like Threatening words, maybe. I'm going to cut you. Maybe if you believe you're going to cut me. But if I just call you a really... Even, even a racial slur, I think, is questionable. Can you hit me if I call you a racial slur? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that's sad because racial slurs hurt our soul sometimes. And that's what I was thinking. Like, no, the the racial part is not enough to beat someone down legally. It probably is enough to beat someone down in the common street court, right? I mean, we... Yes, I would if I if I heard someone use a racial slur to someone and the person is limited in what they can do because they're employed. Man, yeah, it feels great to have that guy get punched or that woman get slapped. But legally if they press charges, will the courts agree? You know, and I don't think they would agree. But then there's something that you mentioned like I don't I don't think the the part about like is he justified because the guy was being a jerk um but it, it, the difference is it was he justified because the guy pushed up against him he flinched he didn't really flinch he was trying to make joe flinch yeah and that is a threat and are you justified to defend yourself when someone threat uh, puts a threat on you and i think that's what the courts kind of go into debate now yeah we could probably Talk about that, and, and hopefully, he's going to be able to express that he was scared, you know.
0: Yeah, you know, I was, um, you know, a few days ago, I spent like an hour watching, um, the red, the subreddit Ma- Street Martial Arts, and the Street Martial Arts subreddit is uh, consists of videos of trained fighters or people who have trained in real altercations showcasing the effectiveness of martial arts against non-martial artists whether it's in the streets or in sanctioned events so yeah i i got i got caught up watching this It reminded me of you because you said it's kind of like a guilty pleasure and it's amazing to see you know people uh fight but one thing that, that really bothered me a lot, nine out of 10 of these videos there, people are fighting on concrete or blacktop. And that's the, well, the first rule always is don't get in a fight, you know, avoiding it at all costs. Second, don't get in a fight on, in like in a parking lot or, you know, blacktop trip fall concussion. It could be a life, uh, ending, but, um, but it's amazing. It, it makes me think, man, I need to train like everything. Mixing, I'm like I need to train jujitsu. There's so many people who know jujitsu <laughs> doing stuff, and it's amazing to see people who are not trained uh, be like overly confident. Like there's several posts of people, uh, like for example, there's a, a you know man challenged a woman with BJJ training to take him down because he assumed she couldn't, and there's like several of these, and and like you know this woman um you know submits these guys or like or like people or there's like a crowd of like friends and they're like dude you need a tap or she's gonna break your arm and the guy has to swallow his pride and i'm really surprised that people um underestimate uh his trained trained athletes or or are artists um do you see that in in have you seen that um what do you think about, uh, about all this stuff?
1: Well, I think that's where I, I, I live in that question of like um, the confusion of seeing how many people fight without training and how many people are actually really good without training. Like it's, it's sad because there's a lot of people that have been fighting for a long time And that means that they're getting into these moments of violence and it feeds into their ego. They're usually not good people. Like people that have been fighting a long, a lot time, a long time um, and are good at it in the streets. I don't think, I don't know. I'm not making a huge generalization, but I'm just kind of activating my memory of the people that I know. So I, when I speak of they're not good people, they're good human beings, but they're jerks that's what i mean by not good people they're they're people that you don't want to drink with <laughs> cuz when they get upset <laughs> they start swinging and and they're not good judge they're not they're not good at judging the moment mm. like someone for example um this is the this is the scenario you and i are having drinks at a bar and i'm with my buddy that that i i'm going to use as an example that's just a brawler and someone bumps me and spills my drink and doesn't say, sorry, doesn't even say sorry, he's walking. What I would do would be like, yeah, that sucks, but I'm okay. This isn't a moment to start something. Well, my buddy starts screaming at the dude, calling him names, get back here. And before I know it, he's on top of the dude swinging at him. And then I'm like, well, Best case scenario, he wins. But I'm like, okay, I didn't get hurt. So technically, I'm okay. Okay, okay I'm going to walk away. But what happens when I get involved? So th- so now it's me and him fighting. And you're watching this going like, dude, Danny, why'd you bring me here? <laughs> I thought we are just going to drink. <laughs> anyway, that's what I mean. Like, no, I don't like those moments because I made the choice on that moment. Like, I want to go home after I have my drink. Like I ruined my drink. I'm a little bit embarrassed in front of you two, maybe, or the crowd, but I'm okay. This isn't the moment to fight. Now, I think that's where I feel these fighters, the untrained fighters, are questionable because the trained fighters supposed to know that, supposed to know this isn't the moment. Um, I like, I think I told you about my sensei. Uh, that moment, something similar happened, uh, and he didn't say anything, you know? And then when, when it altercated, it became a a fight. He actually just told the dude, like, put on a gi, come down to the dojo. We'll fight then." You know, the guy was like, and I was like, man, that was a classic because like, I don't know if he would have won. I'm pretty sure he could have handled himself because he was pretty good. I mean, he is, he's probably, he's probably like a little bit younger than me, but not too much. So he's in his 40s and trains and f- he could take on a lot of good people because he's, he's a lot heavier and a lot stronger and he trains all the time. But on that day, he chose not to fight. And he did say to save maybe face, come down to the dojo, put on a gi,
0: we'll fight. Mm-hmm. Now, it reminds me of, um, no, absolutely. It reminds me of, you know, I, there's a, a gym mate in, in the gym I'm training at right now. You know he's athletic he's more athletic than me um and and he's so he's faster and he you know does uh moves really well you know i say my i would say my style i'm i I would say um i look prettier doing it right like my movements look a little bit more nicer and, and and stuff but his moves are more effective. It doesn't matter that I'm, you know, might have trained a little longer or might know more combinations. He beats me to the punch, you know, four out of five times. So, you know, just going back to, 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 to amount of training, but you know, do you feel like, do you feel like we need to put our kids in, you know, to train martial arts you know, after seeing those, the you know, the, the bunch of those street videos, street fight videos, I'm like, I need to put my kid in martial arts. I need to put my kid in, in, in jujitsu and, and because for self-defense, but at the same time, I don't want him to be like overconfident and like starting stuff. You know, it's like, there's so many, you know, I get in this whole conversation in my head and jujitsu seems to be the most popular i mean it's, it's it's it seems to be the the the, the choice of uh, the martial arts of choice nowadays would you agree i mean yeah
1: box- i th- i think it i think uh jiu jitsu is the flavor of the day um it took a while it, it is um what over 20 years easily in, in its trajectory to enter the United States as a, in the landscape of martial arts, um, it knocked karate and Taekwondo off its pedestal. But the question I think that Jiu did or the thing that Jiu Jitsu did that was different that than karate and Taekwondo is that it, uh, for those that know a little bit more about martial arts is that it put into question like how much training do you need to be effective and jujitsu you can be effective with uh, i'm exaggerating here but like six months of training um, you can tell that person's trained six months of training in karate nah (laughs) i i i I trained in karate for like over 20 plus years (laughs) and i was like no and i I, that's embarrassing but i I think it takes a long time to be good. Boxing is different though. Six months of boxing. Yes. And that's six months of Muay Thai. I think that's a little bit different too. And I don't know why, but I think I, I got to see a glimpse of Muay Thai. I think it takes a little bit longer, but boxing makes less skills, less skills, less tools. Cause it's only two hands. You don't use your elbows. <laughs> um, they don't do clinch work. Like I think that gives you minimal Minimal uh things to dedicate to, and then they start sparring really fast. Mm. Um, but um yeah, so I know we've kind of switched a little bit to kids and 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 think about how this started with looking at like a professional fighter fighting, but maybe it, I, it opens the door to that question of like how are we supposed to react in those setting in those situations? To me, that's what that's what this talk is kind of like activating as, as a core. And, and it's one that I, um, I feel I've, I've lived, you know, I've been, I've been the guy who got punched. (laughs) Uh, um, And I, and I was thinking about like, like, was that justified? Like, no, I, 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 the whole story, I know what happened and I think I told you, it, it, the guy was angry that I said something, but I, it wasn't justified because i didn't even attack him i didn't i didn't do those scene where i tried to like make him flinch and he now he sucker punched me i thought we were still talking and the one thing that i had going for him either i had a hard head or he had a soft punch but <laughs> <laughs> he didn't knock me down um he just kind of scraped like he had a ring so uh the one thing that i was thinking about is that i've also been the one to fight never in a bar i feel lucky never i, I did come close to having a bar fight um A couple years ago, but it was more of a a funny moment because I was it was my sister's birthday. It was a bar. We walk outside. We're in the back alley area. It's like the perfect setting of a bad movie in the the back alley of the bar. Yes, that's where all the good stuff happens. And I'm talking and we're, we're saying goodbye. And there's some drunk dudes in the corner and they walk over to where I'm at and I could see it. Out of the corner, it was escalating. He was looking at me, looking at me. And I was like, and and then I was like, ah, oh, this is gonna go down. And it, he came charging, but I was next to this dude, a friend of of my uh, sister. His name is Mike, uh, professional uh, bodybuilder trainer. That's, how, that's what he does for a living. So the guy didn't see him until he got close to where I was at. And when he sees this monster, it was hilarious. We all saw it because even he was like, oh, Mike was aware that this was going down. He looked at me and we're like, okay, so we're going we're gonna to have to do something. But he saw him and did, and did a U-turn. It looked so awkward. And me and him just started laughing because we we're like, whoa, that was going to go down. Damn. But... But the thing that I'm getting at is that like being aware of those moments, I don't know how many of us live like that, but unfortunately I have one, one of those people that keeps it, you know, at the surface. Cause I've been there and I think, yeah, you should have some training. You should know, you should be prepared that this is coming down.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think uh, it's, it's like, it reminds me of, you know, that, that Chappelle skit, you know, when keeping it real, keeping it real goes wrong and we have to swallow our pride a lot. You know, even when I'm driving, I'm like, want to, you know, yell at this person going 55 in this in the, in the fast lane, but I'm like, ah, you know, and in real life, we have to keep it cool because you don't know if someone has a weapon or not. Also, I th- find it interesting is that when people street fight a lot and they get taken down and all that, people kind of follow the rules, quote unquote, of what they see on TV. So they're not Fighting, or you know manipulating like fingers or pinching stuff hurts you you know uh take your fingernail uh and and just grind it into someone's cuticle They, they will probably let go you know like you know pinch them really really hard when someone has your neck or or something you know manipulate their thumb there's a lot of different ways and i think we're not really taught that like like how to really fight you know we're all I mean, we, we've we had this conversation a lot we're taught how to fight in the setting of competition and so you know we're we're not gonna you know i don't know do do do, do something do do something okay what i find really interesting is that since the uf since since the popular of the popularity of ufc the style of fighting of street fighting even like in um like the schoolyard, you know, online has changed so much. Like the ground and pound, like when I was in high school, no ground and pound was not that popular, but now people do knee on the stomach. Bam, 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 bam. Wow. You know? Um. (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. That's like, that's
1: something that's a little bit, um, not a little bit. It's just a little bit. It's weird for me because it's that question the relationship between like the introduction of of ideas and practices that ripple throughout the society that is seeing it because as you mentioned not everyone is trained in jujitsu or muay thai but for some reason nowadays when people fight you'll see elbows you'll see knees you'll see people try and pull the guard or actually they even try they pull the guard pretty effectively because they've seen it so i think that's what's
0: really trippy yeah yeah um see that's that's one thing that uh i'm concerned with jujitsu is someone can pull a knife and that, that's 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 a huge thing um you know as we
1: kind of wrap up the conversation a little bit um I'd like to see if we can return back to how we started this talk about this viral video of a fight that happens in a bar. Um, And the talks that I've been really hearing a lot have been whether, you know, like, was he justified? Was he not justified? Um, I'm I'm more interested in thinking about how we can explore the very question of, of fighting publicly and I use the word publicly, but fighting outside of the of the safe space of our, our dojo of competition. And there are different directions we can take. Obviously, one of them being like you mentioned earlier, like what if someone has a knife? That makes sense. But also, I want to think about the one that I've been pulling forward or, or kind of keep repeating a lot. It's like the legal context. Um, for example, I didn't, when, when I referenced that punch, I didn't get beat up. So maybe that's why I was a little bit embarrassed in front of my friends and angry because, but I didn't press charges. And and as I'm older now, I was like, that's dumb. Why didn't you, if you were that angry and you weren't going to fight them, at least you could have pressed charges, you know, that would have been your payback, you know? And I put that in quotes. Um, but that's the reality of fighting in real life. Like when you are out there and you see these moments um, I always question, like, what happens next? What happens after the video? And most of the time, if the person has some access to the courts, they'll press charges because it's easy. It's an easy way of saying, oh, you made me look bad and I think you weren't justified. Or maybe you were justified because I was being a jerk, but, like, I can't beat you up. Like, you're never going to... Like, that dude on the video is never going to beat up a professional MMA fighter but even Mike Tyson when he fought that pro boxer and he he was justified he ended up having to pay 45 grand you know talking about the ear no that's that's later on in um Mike Tyson fought this dude um what's his name uh I'm trying something green um Mitch Green I think um he was somewhere in Harlem and he gets confronted by this boxer and yeah, Mitch blood green. That's what he was called. And um, he, um, he gets an altercation. He knocks him out. Mike Tyson breaks his hand. And when it's over, you know, the one, the other dude who, according to Mike Tyson, actually started this fight, you know, was harassing him. Um, When it's done, Mike Tyson has to pay 45 grand, you know, and I'm just thinking, okay, so those are those moments where like, I don't think 45 grand for Mike Tyson in the nineties was a big deal, but what about me? I, mm-hmm. I can't afford that. <laughs> it's like, that's like my livelihood there, you know? So that's the questions that I'm curious uh, if we can kind of consider, because as you talk about, like, should we all know how to fight? Yeah. But I think if you know how to fight, you have to keep in mind, uh, what are the consequences of it? Because everything has consequences.
0: And with that said, this has been the Reroll Multiple Martial Arts Podcast, where we explore the intersections between martial arts, society, and culture. Until next time, peace. All right.